It's Friday, December 9th, 2005, and this is the Radio Zoom podcast. What's Radio Zoom? I don't know, but does he make any money off of this? That's stupid. of the Radio Zoom podcast rolling out to you from the wonderful city of Vancouver, British Columbia. And man, that was close. Just as I was about to start recording this episode, I almost was, uh, I, I don't live too far away from um, a fire station and man, the sirens went off and I thought that for sure they were going to head this general direction, but they didn't. I got the window open today just for a little bit of ambience. I guess I could kind of get a little closer being that we got the headset on. And you probably can't hear it too well, but uh, the sounds of Vancouver. I think a bus is going by not very far away. Oh, no, wait, that's a garbage truck. Anyway, <laughs> it's a good thing we're doing the sounds and not the sights, eh? Um, this is episode number 50. It's taken me over a year to get up to number 50, but uh, I finally made it. And I'm not going to make a lot of hoopla about it, except for a short little announcement that I, I will come, you know, kind of bring to you. It's nothing major, but, you know, it's kind of the direction as to where my podcast is going. And then also, um, well, let's see, what else do I got? Oh, some in- some insights onto what it's like to be living in Vancouver. And then also I got some email to share with you. Uh, let's see, radiozoom at gmail.com is the email address if you want to contact me via email. You can also leave me an audio comment, 206-222-1954. That's a United States phone number, but uh, I do know that in the States, a lot of you get nationwide long distance included on your cell phone plan. So if you want to do that, you can go ahead and call that number. It's actually, a, I think it's a Seattle number, so... And uh, let's see, audiohertz.net slash radio is the website to get all the show notes for today, get all the links to the music that I will play, which we will get into right now. And I, this comes off the Podsafe Music Network, but uh, they're called Lejeune, and I'll tell you more in just a little bit. Enjoy this. Radio Zoom. Well, it goes up way too fast. Though they say it's built to last Still it's all so smothery They even took out my family tree Where I spent too little time No, I'll suffer for my crime alive But how's this living? Then you realize The future is now
say moonshine but it's moonshy and uh that comes off of their self-titled album lejeune and you can find out more about them on their website lejeunemusic.com now let me spell that for you l-e-j-e-u-n-e and uh that's the website for the band and you uh see and also yes the album is lejeune i want to make sure that i give you this information so that way you can go find more of their music later and that comes off of the podsafe music network music.podshow.com and uh, I, it kind of has that nice kind of early 90s, maybe late 80s almost feel of kind of, uh, well, some people would maybe say college rock, college music maybe, but I kind of enjoy it. I thought it was really good, and I really suggest that you go check that out, lejeunemusic.com. Now, let's go ahead and start right off the bat with the so-called major announcement, and as I say that, I use the quotation mark fingers in the air, yet there's nobody here, and I'm talking to myself. But, oh well, that's just kind of how it works out when you, you're a podcaster, I guess. You just have to keep talking to yourself and pretend like you're talking to somebody, which is you, which is listening, and that makes me happy. But the one thing that I wanted to announce is that officially, starting with this episode, well, actually, probably for the last, I want to say maybe five episodes... Everything that I've been doing in terms of the music that I that I do is completely pod safe from now on. Now I do know if you've been a long time listener, there was a, a bit of uh, kind of time in there where when podcasting first started, which is I first started on October 9th of 2004, and I literally read an article in on Wired.com and went home that night. You know, I, that's how I discovered how podcasting worked was I went into work at the radio station where I used to work at WSUI, KSUI in Iowa City went in, read the article and found out about podcasting and this whole thing that's starting to happen and Adam Curry and everything and I basically that afternoon figured out how it worked, that night I went home recorded my first podcast and I was you know, podcasting off when I was running 
And to say that all the music that we were playing, I mean, most podcasters, when they first started back then, they weren't really paying attention to rights and stuff like that. And, uh, well, it was kind of like a fine line. And then finally, you know, it got to the point where everyone was starting to say, well, you know what? We really just can't do this. We just can't play whatever we want to play. So then it became, well, let's just not play anything by the RAAA. Well, then when that came around, that was pretty easy. And there's websites out there that uh, can help you understand what uh, songs and, and what artists are, are um, <clears throat> a part of the, uh, any labels that are affiliated with the RAAA. And that was a rule of thumb that I pretty much followed for quite a while. At the same time, I was playing a lot of music that you could find in the greater Iowa City, eastern Iowa area, which was local music to me. And, well, now I live in Vancouver, and, uh, well, I still haven't quite discovered much of the local music scene, although I want to and f- find out, you know, what's going on up here, and there's there's a plethora of it. Um, to say that I'm playing Matthew Good is, is just, a, a, I think, a sliver of what's going on. But... Um, th- that all aside, I've been in a push to. I've been going. Obviously, I mentioned the the Podsafe Music Network. I'm working on that, uh, or you know, using that as as a tool, but also contacting artists. And I've been contacting a lot of artists and getting a lot of really great positive feedback. So based on that, um, anything that you hear, if you can't, if you you know, can't find it on a Podsafe Music uh, website, because there are a few. There's not just that one. And um, but the amount of response and feedback and and permission that I've been getting has been so wonderful that I am now fully going completely. Uh, I don't want to really call it pod safe because I really don't like that word. And not that you know I. It's something I don't like to be affiliated with. It just the word kind of I don't know. It's like nails on a chalkboard. I just really don't like that word. So. Everything that you hear in terms of the music that I play from now on has been granted uh, permission or I have the say from the artists that I can go ahead and play that on my podcast. Now, the the whole premise here, though, is not only just in my playing this that, you know, so you can enjoy it, but then also to pr- help promote those artists. I put the links on my website, and so that way you can go directly to their websites, and you can find out more about them directly, and also purchase their music, or their wonderful paraphernalia, such as t-shirts and posters. Now, I've, I've mentioned that before, but that's what I'm trying to do, and that's uh, that's a lot of the agreement that uh, I, I established with the artists that I'm getting direct permission from, is that uh, I will help promote them, and that way you can go into my website, audihertz.net slash radio, and then go directly and find out more about them. And if you think that, uh, well, yeah, I'm playing the music and you can just slice it up, well, it's not that easy because... Um, if you have noticed, I keep my quality kind of down a little bit. 64 kilobits per second at 22.050 kilohertz doesn't sound the greatest. Now that, But that's the reason, because I want to persuade you to go find out more about the artist on your own. I'm just not going to spoon it to you like, um, like you're a baby or something. So, so there you go. That's the, that's the major announcement that I had, is that everything is completely permission-safe. From now on, on the Radio Zoom podcast, such as this next song, which I just got email today from Alan Epley from the Life and Times, and it really, really made me happy because Alan Epley is probably one of my heroes. Good friends with Matt Talbot from Hum, but he was also the former frontman for Shiner, 
which hopefully Shiner will someday kind of see the light of day. But uh, Alan Epley is, now has his a new project called The Life and Times, and he's granted me permission to play the music. So this comes off of the EP, The Flat End of the Earth. The song is called High Scores, and this is the Radio Zoom Podcast.
from Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas. Well, it's hard to say, but I like to say Missouri because when I ordered my copy of The Flat End of the Earth through the mail, the return address came from uh, an address that was actually four or five blocks away from my grandma's house in Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, I always thought that was pretty cool. So uh, I like to say that they're from Kansas City, Missouri. That's the Life and Times off of their album, The Flat End of the Earth, with the song High Scores. You can find out more about them by going to their website, thelifeandtimes.com, thelifeandtimes.com. And uh, let's see, if I go into their website, which I'm going to do right now, uh, it was really great that I had Alan email me to give me the uh, permission to use uh, this material uh, on the uh, on on my podcast. Um, no, I can't really say that um, they have much for. I do know that they they were on a uh, quite a a tour there for a little bit, but I think they might be. I do know they just released a full album. Uh, I can't find that information. Right off the bat, but I shortly after I moved away from Iowa City, which is about two and a half months ago, they came through town playing with Murder by Death, and they also performed with William Elliot Whitmore. And those are two really great bands that you really should check out. Um, they're actually kind of they they call uh, the the area around Iowa City, you know, the, the, they call Iowa home essentially. And um, it looks like that they had a really great tour together. There's a, a posting on their website about that so uh, The Life and Times definitely check them out and then also if you think that you like The Life and Times check out Shiner and uh, if you like Shiner check out Hum because they're all really good buddies and good friends so and if you like Hum check out Centaur hopefully within the next uh, well in the near future I'll have the permission to uh, to that music as well I'm a, it's, it's in the works it's amazing what email can do these days. Now, the other thing that I wanted to just chit-chat a little bit about uh, before I get into the email segment coming up next, uh, but just, uh, well, earlier today, I had to go run in the uh, midst of doing laundry right now, which reminds me, I need I, after I do this segment, I might need to run down to the laundry room and get the stuff out of the dryer. But anyway, um, there's quite a... a uh, an interesting culture in Vancouver when it comes to coffee. Now, uh, to say that people in Vancouver like coffee is, I think, an understatement because it's more that people in Vancouver really love their coffee. And if it's anything like, well, it's in, in comparison to like a place like New York, um, there's a plethora of Starbucks in Vancouver. In fact, on Robson Street, there's actually an intersection. I can't remember what intersection it is, and when Rebecca listens to this, she'll yell to me what intersection it is. But um, there's an intersection where there's a Starbucks on one corner, and then on, on the opposite corner, there's another Starbucks. And they look vastly different from each other, just in, you know, in their exterior appearance. And then each Starbucks really gets its own certain type of clientele. Now, what it is, I, I really couldn't tell you that what sets them the two apart. Maybe it's the way that they make certain things. I don't know if there's maybe like a competition that they do. It's hard to say. But it doesn't just end with Starbucks. There's another chain called Blends. And they're everywhere. In fact, it's not unusual uh, 
to have a blends very close to where there's a Starbucks. Um, and then once it goes from there, there's also Seattle's Best Coffee Company, I do believe. But they're kind of rare and distributed. The funny part is, is that I've really only seen two or three Seattle's Best Coffee places. I mean, yeah, maybe four. I'm thinking off the top of my head. And... And the whole time that I've ever been in Vancouver, that's how they, as many as that I've seen. I've seen plenty of blends and plenty of Starbucks. But what kills me is that Seattle's Best actually won the, the, the bid for the 2010 Winter Olympics, which will be here in Vancouver. I don't quite understand how that works, um, how a business such as Blends, which is a pri- primarily a Canadian coffee chain, and then you have Seattle's Best, which obviously Seattle's Best is named after a coffee company, which is probably was based and started in Seattle, Washington, in the United States. I don't really understand how that all works. But then also when 2010 rolls around and the Olympics come up, uh, I think that the, that the other coffee shops in the city of Vancouver have to cover their logos. That's something I'm not entirely sure of, but maybe somebody else that uh, is, you know, a listener out there, maybe Ted or somebody out there can can help me out. But um, that's definitely very interesting. But the only reason I say that is that um, I was actually sitting here earlier chatting with uh, Dave Olson, uh, who does the Canucks Outsider uh, podcast, and was sipping on a, uh, a a nice tall blends coffee beverage as I had to go out and. Uh, exchange some money so I could get some laundry coinage and um and I just I was thinking about how you know how much of a coffee culture there is in in Vancouver and especially like if you go down to the grocery store I mean it's just you know the grocery stores at least in this area in the downtown area are not very large because you know there's a lot you have to kind of cram in there, a lot of different things that you people like, and you know, a lot of different variety, but in small quantities. But then there's just like this half of a of an aisle of coffee, and you know, in some places it's you know, especially like the organic places, which that's just a whole other culture that I could get into. But um, there seems to be just you know, an overabundant wealth of you know different types of coffee that you can get. So usually the and that's I think it's starting to rub off on me. Of course, as you know, I, I drink a fair share of you know doing these podcasts, I, I you know often drink coffee, and the Reverend Don Dealey has pointed that out to me, and hence that's how I got that one soundbite from a few episodes ago. And he's just like, as soon as you like coffee so much, you should listen to this. He's a very nice friend, mind you, but um, yeah, the, it's. It's very, very unique, and there's other different elements. I'm just, you know, this is just a slice of my personal observation. Now, I also, you know, come from a, a, a city. I'm, I'm going to call it a city of, of uh, you know, sixty to 80,000 people. It fluctuates because it's a college town, and it's quite a, you know, kind of a transient community in terms of people with careers as they roll in and roll out of, of, of Iowa City. But that was quite the college or college town. That was quite the coffee uh, town as well, um, with only one Starbucks. Whereas here, it's just rampant and everywhere. And that was one of the things when uh, when Rebecca came to visit me in in Iowa City. I'm like, hey, there's our Starbucks. You know, that's it. That's the only one. <laughs> 
and now I'm surrounded by them, and I used to really hate that culture, but now I, I am very much immersed in it, and uh, don't really uh, take... Um, yeah, well, I don't. Uh, I don't have any second thoughts about getting coffee from any place, except you know, I, I, I guess I should. I shouldn't fail to mention Tim Hortons. I that'd be very awful of me. But you can get coffee at Tim Hortons. But somebody told me that it's possible that their coffee has MSG in it. Now, if that's true, I don't know. But when I heard that, I was kind of like, yeah, I'll stay away from it for now. So. Never had any of the Timbits either. I've heard that they are very scrumptious, and um, at some point I'll probably try them out. But right now, I'm good. I'm enjoying my. Uh, I, I love the oat bars at Starbucks. Oh, it's so horrible. I gotta get. I gotta get off this topic. Let's roll into one another track. That's this is a uh, another artist that I've contacted and they've gave me permission. They're called the Aeroplane Pageant. Now I say Aeroplane because that's how it's spelt, but it's. Uh, you could pronounce it airplane, depending on how you want to do it, but I like to say aeroplane pageant. This is off their EP, He Is Fire. And I'll tell you a little more about them in a little bit. The song is called Kind as Killers on the Radio Zoom podcast. Yes. 
Aeroplane Pageant. Uh, Aeroplanepageant.com. And that song was called Kind as Killers. And that comes off of their He is Fire. Uh, it's a four song EP, apparently. And um, that was played by permission by the by Aeroplane Pageant. I don't want to say the because some bands they get really you know they get picky about how the way that their their bands are are, are uh, publicized and I completely understand that so I want to make sure I say that right aeroplanepageant.com and uh, that's you can uh, they don't have any merchandise up on their website as of right now that you can purchase but if you are in the New York area they do have some shows coming up in the next couple of months so definitely check that out. If you can, uh, man, <laughs> I was just—I had to go uh, downstairs and uh, get the laundry out of the dryer. And when I did that, um, well, I, I had to make sure that I—well, the, the, I had to put them across the uh, back of the couch because the jeans aren't completely dry. There's a pair of jeans that Rebecca really, really wanted to have washed today, so I made sure that I did that. But uh, then I also saw that. Uh, my my coffee that I got from Blends earlier was still there, and then uh, I chugged it down pretty quick. But then I was just like, "Oh, it was cold." And I was like, "Oh man, I, I I still like it though." And you know, you can get the, the whole argument of who has better coffee. I I just like the dark roasts, um, and it's kind of hard to go wrong with dark roast. But uh, if you ask me, I think that Starbucks has the better chai tea lattes. But that's just me. Okay, we'll stop talking about this now. Electronic mail. Got some audio comment, audio feedback from good old Dave Olson over at the Canucks Outsider. So I thought that I would roll that out to you and let you hear what he had to say. So let's just do that right now. Hey, John, this is Dave from the Canucks Outsider. Hey, I was just listening to your recent podcast while I was MacGyvering my new... uh, DSL connection in here, and I just got my IP phone connected, and since you were just telling me your phone number on the podcast, I thought I'd give you a call and tell you how much I enjoyed your uh, Blackhawks game in-game. It was a total blast to see myself down there. You guys were probably wondering who that guy fumbling with his beard down there was. Geez, they had to bring in the mop and everything. But it turned out to be a good win for you for your first game, so that's awesome. So this is this is Dave Olson from the Canucks Outsider, and now I'll post a link to his... Uh to his uh, podcast on it was on my website but uh, yeah I went to a Blackhawk my first Canucks game against the Blackhawks and it was awesome and we sat probably about 15 rows up from Dave and he didn't quite see me I tried to kind of flag him a couple times but I didn't try too hard because I was really trying to enjoy the game and not trying to be too much in his way but it was really fun to watch him record his his stuff and uh, he actually he did an in-game podcast and then I did a bunch of little movies with my camera and then I made a little movie and did a video podcast so that's that's what he's talking about so uh hey let's uh I also want to tell you that uh when I was down in Olympia I brought back up um a four track mixer that I don't really know how to use and I'd like to learn how to use it so I think you know between the two of us and a couple beverages uh you could up your have some fun messing with your quality and uh I could get a little bit of knowledge I think the sound scene around Stanley Park is a great idea too so Right on, man. Keep up the good work, and I'm enjoying your podcast. Cheers. Thank you so much, Dave. That was uh, Dave Olson from the Canucks Outsider sending me some audio comments there, and uh, always appreciated. You can get the number, now, let's see, off the website. I have to look it up myself because I can never remember what the number is, 206-222-1954. 
uh, we have been talking a little bit, and he has he has some fun toys that I would would mind uh, kind of owning myself. But uh, we'll hopefully get together here in the near future and do some uh, experimenting with uh, some of his setups and uh, try to use some of my broadcast engineering knowledge that I have obtained over the past few years uh, with my uh, experience working in behind the scenes and the technical aspect of radio. So I just get into this type of stuff. I always have been. I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. I'm a guy that likes gadgets and technology. But as are most of the guys that and gals that are out there doing podcasts. So always great to have that uh, feedback coming in. And uh, let's see. Also, I had a... I think I had another email. Maybe I didn't. It's so hard to say because I keep getting all these emails from all these different artists and uh, different things. Um, oh, I, I did get it. I want to make a quick mention that uh, Molly, who is a part of the uh, promotions group, uh, booking in promotions for uh, Gidget's Gaga, uh, she uh, sent me an email saying uh, thanks for playing uh, Gidget's Gaga. And if you recall, uh, Gidget's Gaga was one of the first bands to ever really contact me about doing much with the uh, with the podcasting, or in terms of playing their music, being that they were a band and they wanted to get exposure and what and whatnot. And she said she's glad to see that I'm still podcasting and uh, see I've relocated in, to Canada, and that's quite the major move. So you're telling me, Molly. But uh, GidgetsGaga.com if you want to check those guys out. And you can also check out the show notes from the last episode and uh, find out more about uh, Gidgets Gaga. So, so there's, there it is, episode number 50 with the big major announcement. And uh, along with the big major announcements, I'm trying to uh, uh, get more and more with my... Uh, with my podcast, I'm trying to get more exposure, get more listeners. Before, I was just kind of quiet about it and didn't try to do much uh, publicity. But now, I'm actually trying. Uh, I did actually get into FeedBurner and contacting the iTunes the folks over at the music store. And uh, I sent them an email asking why haven't I been added to the iTunes music store because I'm still not there. And I did get an email back from them. And I said, you know, I've added my podcast shortly after the music store went online with podcasts. What's going on? What am I doing wrong? Please let me know so I can fix this. And I got this email back saying, Dear John, customer interest in our new podcasting feature in iTunes far outweighed our projections. We hope you'll bear with us uh, <clears throat> as we review the incredible diverse, incredibly cool podcast customers like you have submitted. We're reviewing new podcast submissions as fast as we can. Well, you guys, you need to do it faster. And you need to make the uh, make it all better. So uh, hopefully we have the Macworld Expo coming up in January. Maybe some major announcements will be uh, done then. And if you're not too familiar with uh, Macworld, um, all the the hoopla and whatnot, um, you know, check check it out MacworldExpo.com. And at the same time, I'm thinking about doing something in the lines of like a really brief update of what's going on with Apple because I just I'm an Apple fan and I cruise all these websites. I don't know if people would be interested in that or if it's just kind of ho hum or hokey or whatever. You can send me your feedback on that. RadioZoom at gmail.com. That is the uh, <clears throat> email address if you want to get in contact with me. Also, you can also leave me audio comments on that number, 206-222-1954. And please sign my Frapper, frapper.com slash RadioZoom. I'm getting some more people hitting it, uh, and uh, I'm very happy. It's good to see where people are listening from. Uh, some folks in Virginia, 
all across the nation, really. It's really, really fun to find out where you're listening from. So please do that um, just because it's fun. It's neat. There's really no other reason for it other than I get a kick out of it. So I'll leave you with one last track, and this is also played by permission from the Pernice Brothers, and this is this will be a topic for another time, but they have established an official podcasting policy, which is very neat, and I am following all those rules. So I can play them for you. PerniceBrothers.com, I do believe, is the website. Yes, and you can also get the link off the show notes. This is off of the album Discover a Lovelier You, and the song is called Snow, and this has been another edition of Radio Zoom rolling out to you from wonderful Vancouver, British Columbia. Thank you so much for being subscribed. Tell your friends, and we'll check you later. Adios. There's a car, there's an icy street, there's an intersection you're gonna meet, you gotta bend again. There's a light, it's at a tunnel's end, there's a sympathy ring you're gonna send, around the bend again, around the bend again, make it go by slow, make it go by slow, make it go by slow, since everything on the timeline.
The Radio Zoom podcast is a product of the AudioHertz.net weblog. Send emails, audio comments, and shiny things to play on the Radio Zoom podcast to RadioZoom at gmail.com. That's RadioZoom, all one word, at gmail.com. Hooray! Check out the website for more. AudioHertz.net slash radio. Up, 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 up,